imitate them. Paul gives us clear instructions to imitate certain people. And he even talks about the church of Thessalonica saying, imitate them because they were like the church that is in Christ Jesus. And so it's okay to look at these examples throughout the years that have been for us, ways of those people who have put into practice the words that we hear proclaimed from the gospel every week. Do all that they do. All of their deeds are seen by others. However, he said, do not do the deeds of the Pharisees because they do everything because they want their deeds to be seen by others and to point others back to them. So instead of radiating the light of Christ, they're radiating their own, to their own glory. They want to sit at the place of honor at all of the feasts. They want to be elevated But then Jesus comes against them right after all of this, and he proclaims, the greatest among you must be your servant. And whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. It's a backwards logic from the logic that we're taught today, and it's a backward logic from the logic that the Pharisees were living. Jesus says, live as imitators of the church of Jesus Christ, Paul says. Imitate them. And the Pharisees, they were, their logic was, how can we live without dying? How can we live life to the fullest, to, to give ourselves the most glory, to sit at the most honorable places, to be looked at and admired and receive the accolades, the accolades of life, yet not die to ourselves? And Jesus says, the logic is actually, the logic of the kingdom is that in order to find life, you actually have to die. Baptism is about this. Part of the symbolism of baptism is to die, to be washed clean of our sins, to be swallowed up in the waters as Pharaoh's army, to be no longer to go under the water as one thing and to arise as this new person sharing in the resurrection of Jesus. And God gives us grace to do this. God doesn't just give us grace in this water and in this act, but God actually invites you into this process. What an honor that God would call us of all people to participate with the grace that he pours out onto the lives of these new saints. They look to you, saints. Today we will baptize three children, and their whole lives we're going to be pointing to you and I and saying, be like them. This is the point. This is what God calls us to do. We want them to walk with Jesus. We want them to stand here one day in front of you and with our bishop and say the faith that is proclaimed on their behalf by you and I at that table in the back is now their own. And the way that that happens is that we preach the word, but that word is enacted not as the Pharisees, but as Jesus has called us to enact it. 
so that we can faithfully say to our children, be like us. Not for myself, but for them, for the life of Christ, for the life of his church, that our light would shine. The light of Christ would shine through us. So today, let's take just a second. Who did that for you? Someone did that for you. You probably weren't argued into the faith. Matter of fact, it was, might have been at your darkest moment that someone appeared. It might have been at their darkest moment that they shone brightly. And you're like, how? I want to be like that. Because this is where saints are made. Remember, it wasn't, it, Jesus warns against, we're warned against the prophets who when life is good, they declare peace. But when it gets rough, they declare revenge. And Jesus flips it. That's not the logic of the kingdom. And so we find ourselves in our most difficult moment, mourning and persecuted, blessed. Be like them. And today I think of those who did that for me. I think of the big ones. I think of St. Patrick, who was a slave, called to go back to those who enslaved him and tell them the good news of Jesus and the whole, whole uh, island of Ireland comes to know Christ in the process. I think of Basil, who took isolation in the desert fathers, brought it back up into Asia Minor and built a facility that was what we know of as hospitals and houses of hospitality and pantries All of it comes from that. I think about these monumental people of our faith. I think of St. Macrina, Teresa of Avila, these people that we point to who live faithfully in their generation, and we say, I want to be like that. You need to be like that. In their darkest moment, polycarp and perpetual felicity, just deny your faith. Deny your faith. I will not. I can be nothing else but a Christian. We look at them and say, I want to be like that. But I also look to my Sunday school teachers. The same one most of the time until I was in fifth grade, the same person gave every Sunday of her life to my class. I think of my grandma, who was mostly deaf most of her life after childbirth, and fully deaf in the last days of her life, yet if she recognized a song, she sang it with all her heart, and it was horrible. but the sweetest, sweetest sound. I think of those this year that have lost their lives for Jesus. Some just last week in the bombing of Palestine. Christians. What about you? As you remember them, may you be drawn to pray, I want to be an imitator of Christ. 
like those who went before me. But don't stop there. Let's pray today that for, in some way, by the grace of God, that we can be the same thing for someone else. Could we point our children to you? The saints of ages past, their practices showed me what it was like to live the words that I sat in a pew and heard my dad preach every week. And saints, that's your call. That's your call. May you and I do the same for those who are baptized today. Amen.